It's the slice of life. It's just a piece of life. It's a slice of life. <laughs> that has to be the way that we start every podcast episode from now on. I need a Judy Garland um, improv riff of the topic of the day. It's a slice of life you're having today. <laughs> I hate myself. Okay. Oh, God. Gio, how should we begin? I feel like you have something to say. I have nothing to say other than sorry that it's taking so long for us to get episodes out. We're working on it. We're mm. trying to find a more long-term editor and we'll figure that out. And hopefully we can start pumping out podcast episodes more. But we're back again. Um, <laughs> we're back from being and, not back, being back, being back. The, hello. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, welcome. Welcome back to our, our anime show. We hope you like our new logo that uh, by the time you hear this podcast actually go out, we'll probably be up on our Spotify page and everywhere else that we are accessible uh yeah i think we should quickly because you've already kind of alluded to the topic of the day which is the slice of life genre uh maybe we could just super quickly dive into like our past week of anime and then jump in do you want to go first i'll go first um I we so Do you have a better update than last week because last week your app update was a fat I've done nothing. Yes, I've I've been good. I've done some work, so I'm almost caught up fully on Spy Family, um, because that's you know the talk of the town. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Sailor Moon, big 180. I don't I there's no rules for me in anime and my anime watching just I go where I go so I've been watching Sailor Moon I've been watching the remake from the 2000s 2014? I don't know something don't know. yeah I've been watching that on Netflix and um totally in the rabbit hole love it I think it's just one of the greatest shows I've ever watched <laughs> oh god i love them um i dude dude big development in the last two days i am reading bleach again and i'm into it okay okay so right now we're at the part where he is about to throw down with this quincy dude i don't i don't think that's but that's like his like uh kind of soul reaper-ish thing that he is, right? He's from the Quincy's and the Quincy's are soul reapers, but they're not. And they hate soul reapers. So now dude is picking a fight with Ichigo and it's they're like in the mix of throwing down and the dude just threw like a a curse or something and now there's going to be a bunch of hollows in the town and Ichigo's like, I can't how and they're in a little competition thing. So um, I'm into it. I want you to do me a favor. First of all, love that you're into it. This is a fun part for sure. Um, Definitely want you to save the soundbite that you just like, just that that whole bleach soundbite. And then 
one year from now, we're going to play that back. And I want us to all have a healthy, just fat laugh at the way that you're describing this. It's almost like, like if I had to like improv freestyle, what the equivalent of this would be in Attack on Titan, it would sound like this. I just finished an episode of Attack on Titan and like, I'm super into it. There are these like really tall, really scary looking like creatures and they almost look like humans and they're eating people and I don't know why. And then these guys are flying on with razor blades and I'm like, whoa, you're going to cut yourself. Slow down, please slow down. And then like, yeah, like it seems like this is going to be like a gore like a very gory show. Like, I wonder if this is like a horror genre. I don't know, but I'm thinking that's what I'm, that's my thoughts so far. <laughs> that's what you sound like to me <laughs> as somebody who has watched bleach. And honestly, it's like, it's, it's beautiful. Like, it's great. It's like, wow, you really think you know something and you know, fucking nothing <laughs> in a great, in a really great, really like that is just where you are way, you know? I think like the thing with me, and this is with most anime conversations that I get myself into, um, the people think that I know, the people I speak to think I know nothing, right? Yes. Like people will think, I assume I know nothing. And then, you know, I do know something, but the yeah. thing is, I'm not afraid to learn something new. So yes. I'm <laughs> the, the least intelligent person in the room. So I'll take the insult of someone assuming that I know fucking nothing because maybe sometimes I do know fucking nothing, but sometimes I do know stuff. And if someone has something to teach me and I learn something new, well, thanks. I personally think this is funny because this isn't your first anime and you do know things. And I know that. And you know that. But. But also to be 1,000% fair, especially if somebody hears what I said and is like, wow, you got her, is Bleach is a big-ass franchise. So, like, Mm -hmm. at this point in the story, you're not supposed to know everything. Like, you're just still learning characters. This is like, like, in the Naruto-verse, this is like the equivalent of where you would be before he even meets Zabuza. Like, that's where you are. There's so I have so long to go. I'm never- <laughs> like they have not gone on their first mission yet. <laughs> That's where you're at in Bleach. Seriously, though, kind of yeah, because you're you're being introduced to every character, and this like competition between Ichigo and Uryu is like their like introduction to that character. And obviously, I'm not going to tell you where that relationship with that character goes, mm-hmm. but like everything that you've read even like with the weird parakeet story with chad which uh, agreed is a very weird like it, it yeah it is what it is um like yeah this is just like use version of that and then like once all the characters have in the cast have been introduced then they go like they have their first conflict as a group whatever that right. group is supposed to look like whatever the dynamic of that group is supposed to be you like you figure it out right mm-hmm. so yeah all of this is to say please save that because you'll really enjoy it. You really will. I know you're going to love Bleach. I know it. It's just going to take some time. And you're going to have real FOMO in, in the fall when Bleach comes out and all these sick fucking 
characters with these designs that look like it looks like the the show that you're reading right now was drawn in the 80s but the show that's coming out in the fall which is a continuation of where it left off was drawn drawn like this year like the advancement of the animation is on like actually stunning like you would be shocked it's like i don't know watching a the animation of a kindergartner versus kimi no wa like it's so stark yeah you know so yeah anyways all this is to say i'm rambling too much and we're supposed to get into it so i'm going to keep mine even more short now that i've spent this whole time coming for you in the in the not a super i'm trying to get you kind of way but hopefully we enjoy this together in the future so so uh, wait did you finish your update or or did you not finish all that you've done Oh my god, my cat. Um, I think that's it. That's my update. Uh, okay. I haven't caught up anything else. So I've begun my Pokemon journey, oh, which is exciting. Yeah. yeah, I fully caught up on Bleach. I fully caught up on a series I meant to watch all summer. It's a um, soccer series, and it is escaping me. It's the one with the character with the yellow jerseys, and it honestly. Wait, with one of one of Al's friends was talking about this, I think. Like, but he was called, yeah. So it's called it's like Aoshi, I think that's what it is. Where is it? I'm currently on my anime list looking it up. Yeah, it's called Aoshi. And I really enjoy it. If anybody has ever watched um Major or like Ace of Diamond, I think that people would like this. Obviously, those are baseball anime, but this is like the soccer version of that. It's not like um, this is Captain Tsubasa because they're not like children. Like this is a kid that wants to go pro who's like in high school, but it's really good. And it's a story about a like a like a son with who has like a single mother, and like it hit all kinds of buttons for me because I was raised by a single mother, so that was really great. Uh, really enjoying that. And then obviously I'm still keeping up with everything. I dropped Tomodachi game. I think it's, I just like, can't, I'm just watching too many other things. Uh, mm-hmm. and wasn't enjoying it nearly as much as I needed to spy family. I'm obviously continuing shield heroes, finally turning around, uh, really enjoying that and some others as well. And I'm still reading everything that I mentioned on the last podcast. So that's me. You're on top of it. I'm so proud of you. Trying. We are trying. So let's get into this. So we talked previously last week and we were like, let's talk about Slice of Life anime in our next session podcast. Yeah. And um, we both did a little bit of research here and there. And and it was more so like, especially for me, because I when you hear Slice of Life, I feel like I know what it means. But then I was like, but do I really kind of know what it means? And turns out, yeah, in fact, I do. It's literally just a slice of life. It's just like, this is a mundane thing that somehow, at least for me, when I see anime, that slice of life, it just takes it and makes it a whole, you know, 25 minute episode and hits every possible beat that could be happening in that moment you know and like makes it kind of this like larger than life but it's not event yeah i feel like i feel like the definition of slice of life is somewhat hypocritical for me for whatever reason it's like like you're right it's like a depiction of like a mundane experience 
but also like could be fantastical in some way, but also like through the lens of realism. It's just like, I think the reason that this topic was so interesting to us is because we were, we were talking about how the slice of life genre is represented in anime titles and like what people consider slice of life is rather shocking. And also how oftentimes slice of life when, when, as a reflection of like daily life of mundane daily life is all often represented with youth and with like students in school. And like that, that's often like, you know, kind of really where it's at, but also, you know, I think the other thing that you'll see is that some of them do have elements of fantasy in them. And you're like, wait, how is that slice of life? And then, then you get into the fact that it's like more metaphorical, slice of life right like it's like it can still be these fantasy oriented stories but like still have elements of like what it is to be human in them Uh right yeah i think that's true it's so it's so cool because like when you think about how many stories are slice of life and anime first of all this is not a this is not the most popular mainstream genre true we all know what that shonen, is. Like shonen, shonen is like, yeah, by far the most. Yeah. Um, one thing that rather frustrates me, though, about Slice of Life, and like we can just get into this however we want, but just, just get the conversation sure. going here, yeah. is that sometimes there, it, like by definition, there's an implication that there is no conflict that's introduced. And like no resolution that's always introduced. So there's not always this like arc. Like sometimes there are underlying themes, but there's not like a massive conflict that's always resolved. And that's the end. Like sometimes there's a very open-ended life goes on, on to the next, you know, that conflict is passed and you move on to the next thing, which is very, I guess, reflective of how life works mm-hmm. um, compared to like a drama where like the whole thing revolves around this one issue and everything like you know, it's just kind of like a free-flowing life. Right. Which I think is interesting from a storytelling perspective, right? Because, like, usually you have this this arc, this theme, this conflict, and then resolution is, like, a natural part of story. And I think the lack of those, the lack of these, like, very dramatic plot points and, like, unifying conflicts might actually be why Slice of Life is not super popular. Because mm-hmm. it's... It, like I'll watch Slice of Life, like, um, like Three Gods in a Lion, which is like um, March of the Lion. I forget what it's the actual name of the title, or, or um, you know, like other. Oh, I'm watching Ascendance of a Bookworm right now, which I really, really love. I don't know if you've ever watched that one um, or heard of it. And there are like these little like nefarious characters that come up and then these minor conflicts and you think you're like oh the show is like building up to the serious thing and like it doesn't like it quickly solves itself and you move on and you're like where is this story going Mm -hmm. (laughs) like is it really just about this girl living her life and who's obsessed about books who solves like daily things and that that's all that it is and Uh And it's like teasing because sometimes they drop these little moments of possibility of plot and then they just quickly dissipate. 
don't know what what do you think about that yeah i think i mean i don't think obviously i'm not as well read on on watching slice of life anime as you but there are some that i've watched so like the one that i can think of is from i think a, like a couple seasons ago uh horimiya mm. in the way of oh there's this big conflict and it's leading to something but then it dissipates you know what i mean yeah like i in a weird way because that was also a romance anime and probably it was like a probably slice of life slash romance anime you know what i mean like it felt like in <laughs> the lamest term like this is all i can think of but it felt like edging but not in a sexual way like just in a oh, kiss or like 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 hold hands and like they kind of don't and then it's it just goes on like it's not like talked about again it's not like oh they didn't hold hands that episode they didn't kiss nothing happened yeah like so that's the one i'm thinking of because it's like nothing really happens but when i'm watching it everything is happening and i feel like for me the slice of life that i've watched does that yeah or happens but at the same time i'm uh, i'm a little bit on the edge of my seat or like i'm super invested but not to the height to your point of like uh you know something like shield hero for example where i'm like oh my god yes yeah. your, your adrenaline's not pumping you're not like at the edge of your seat of like oh my god if this doesn't happen i'm gonna lose my mind unless it's like yeah. but like unless it's coming from a place of like a heartwarming like cheerful like oh i really hope this happens like do it yes it's been all kind of building up to this right like it's not mm -hmm. the extreme where i think like a lot of anime lives right at the edge of extreme like i think it super comfortably positions itself there intentionally um in a lot of ways sometimes that's just like to get your attention and like sometimes that's to like convey the drama of the moment right yeah um, at the same time what i really like that anime does and i've seen this and i i feel like we see we see this definitely in spy family where it's a it's they take like an awkward moment and make it this huge like everyone's sweating like everyone's going through all their thoughts and what's going to happen and oh my god so like it's very interesting but i mean obviously i don't know if you would consider spy family slice of life i mean i'm like i would but i wouldn't like you yeah. know what i mean like they're they're applying to a school how more yeah. like could it be but it's this like larger than life thing because of course he's he's a spy and you know whatever um but, but I, think, I, I think you're onto something there though right because like even though it's under these fantastic circumstances it still conveys like humanity in a and like all these very real settings like applying to school or going to the grocery store as a stepmother for the first time and like yeah. you know like i think that's what makes spy family so great is that like it, it is these just really human moments that we can connect with even though none of us have ever been an assassin spy or a child that has telepathy Mm hmm. But I feel like also, like I use that as an example, but at the same time, I feel like I've seen that in other th things, too. And maybe I haven't watched any pure slice of life because I feel like a lot of the things that I'm thinking of are like slice of life and romance or slice of life and sports anime, you know, because I feel like Haikyuu is the, the same thing where like it is high school volleyball. <laughs> but yeah, it really is. <laughs> volleyball it, it is middle school volleyball in the beginning 
it's so funny that you say that. So first of all, I agree with you. I, I think that um, you'll seldomly find a pure slice of life anime that has no other genre associated with it. Mm-hmm. I think, I, I mean, I think that there, there are obviously some like that, like, like, um, like Three Guys in New Lion is definitely one of them, which I think is like, gosh, what is that? Like, no, it's in the top 15, I think on my anime list. It's definitely for people who are not looking for something super exciting or like thrilling. Like it's not a thriller kind of a show. Um, but ultimately I think, I think that that makes sense though. Right. Because like when you think of Haikyuu, for example, I get why Haikyuu is a slice of life as well as a sports. I, I would say that based on its definition. I, I would personally say, I don't know if everybody will agree with that, but I personally uh, agree with that. But the thing that makes me laugh about mentioning Haikyuu, if you really think about it, we are watching children play high school volleyball as adults with our own lives and our own problems. And it's like, when you reflect on that, you go, why are we doing that? Why are we spending literally days of our life watching content about high school kids, boys playing volleyball? And <laughs> when you frame it like that with no context, but the, no, but the show is great. And like, there's these cool animation moments. Like, it doesn't sound like a normal thing to do. No. Like, you would, would never tell a friend, oh, oh <laughs> like, Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Oh yeah, I'm gonna go to like my local high school and watch them play basketball, like high school uh, volleyball. Like, like you would never, you would never do that. No, God, no. Unless I like had a sibling on the team or something. Yeah. Like, but I think, I think that the heartwarming element, the kind of reminder of what it means to be human, that tends to come from these stories, are what make slices of life, I think, so popular. And also sometimes you need a break. Like sometimes you don't want the like crazy, intense, dramatic, fantastical stories that are really like just heavy and stressful all the time. Yeah. And I think like, I, I think you touched on this earlier too, where like in, in the vein of talking about Haikyuu, it's like they're they're the youth in it and like they're young and like when you're watching that at least for me as an adult like I'm like mm, that was fun those times when I thought I could do anything if I just won this yeah. high school sports game or like I would be in the high school play and I'd be like wow I'm gonna be a freaking superstar everyone loves me I'm a mate like you know like I don't know I feel like that like young dreamy shit where it's like you don't know about the world yet and we get to like relive that when we watch or like when I watch things like Haikyuu or or like other like anyway no 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 I I actually want to ask you a question about this because I have a whole thought like I've thought about this actually pretty extensively Mm -hmm. you just said something that I think is really interesting which is like it's comforting to look at people in a stage of their life where they genuinely believe they can do everything. Mm-hmm. But don't you think that is still true in your life today as an adult? Like, do you feel like you're at such a different phase in your life where the ability to do anything and change everything about what you're doing is not possible in the same way that it was back then? 
I'm not I, saying you're, you're not a more life lesson learned individual. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just talking about the capacity in your life to just go out and do something and be successful in it. I think it changes because like in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I understand. I really could if work really freaking hard and change my whole career. You know, like I understand that. But then you think of the bills, you think of the <laughs> doubt, you think of the things that won't happen. Like, oh, okay, well, if I quit my job to start a whole new career, like what does that involve? Like, does that involve a boot camp course? that I have to pay for? Does that involve a certification class that I have to pay for? And like, how am I going to do that if I'm not working? Or if I am working, how am I going to find the time and the energy to do the course? It's just hard things, you know, like, and I, pe the people with the real freaking desire to do it will do it and can, you know? So I guess I'm like, theoretically, yes. And also I, you know, I'm very lucky to be in a place where I'm feel like I can, I'm pursuing my career and I'm, you know, able to, to sort of like juggle what I want to do in my life. I feel like I am doing my dream in life in a weird way. Yeah. But, I, mean, but I, I think it'd be, a, I think it'd, I don't I'd be know. grossly, I'd be grossly understating that there are factors that make it more challenging as an adult hmm. than there are as a teenager to have that philosophy and, and take to action that philosophy. So obviously it's, it is your different stage of your life. But I do yeah, think that one of the things that makes this popular is that people really do in general. And maybe uh, this isn't something that you struggle with because I happen to know you pretty well. And I think you do a really good job of going for the things that you want. But I do think, and I think, especially as an actor, you have to have that kind of commitment because there's all kinds of reasons why you shouldn't. And yet you do it because it's your passion, right? So like, I think maybe asking this to you may not be as um, re like representative. Like, I don't think you're a great representation of what every how everybody thinks in the world. I, I think especially going back to our conversation, I think it was last week or, or two sessions ago, where we were talking about, uh, you know, autonomy and like how we're raised to go after the things that we want and fail fast and, and, and that, how that's okay. Right. And, yeah. Uh, to some degree. Right. I think, I think the reason why this particular genre is so popular is because people really need to hear that, and and maybe more than they realize. I think people need to 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 see people going after their dreams to remember that they can still do that. I think there's a lot of people who are really fearful of just dropping everything and going for their passion, and I think that humans have this habit of like wanting to be around or associated to the things they always wish they could be a part of. And like, even though they could go do it for themselves and that's really hard. So watching a kid do it makes you feel better, but ultimately I think people just need that. I think that nostalgia, I think it's more than nostalgia. I think it's, mm. it's like therapeutic <laughs> in many ways. I think that's fair to say. Right. Yeah. Um, because because we've talked about it too, like with high Q where we watch it and we're like, okay, we're on the team, you know, like yeah, we're, we're exactly. <laughs> if they fall, I fall. <laughs> yeah, so, so I think like if, if we get that from that one show, there's someone out there feeling like 
feeling really connected and really a part of the story. And I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think obviously like art and the, and anime and movies and TV is so like good for that stuff where you get to, you know, you get to, if you can give over to the story, if you can give over your imagination, you can, you can put yourself in their shoes and then you guess, what would I do? What would that? And then you, you, you know, you cry, you feel with them. And that whole experience is therapeutic. And I don't think that that's exclusive to like, you know, quote unquote, like real people, real actors. Like you don't have to see a real person doing it. If I see someone crying in anime, I, it, it almost hurts more because I really see the droplets, you know, forming in their eyes and you really, and the voice actors are obviously from, from Japan are incredible. And I'm sure we have some, you know, great, English dub, you know, and voiceover actors, but you know, I, I'm sure they're, they're out there. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. This is just another example of agreeing with you in that, in that concept. Like, I think people do need that. I'm going to say something maybe controversial, but I don't know. Ooh. I, I think that slice of life anime is closer to theater than it is television standard television that we watch 100 percent, couldn't agree more i agree which is which is so interesting because we're talking about very human stories but even in the most fantastical of moments well maybe not in like absurdist theater but like in most shows everything is grounded in real life and in like truth and in human behavior right um you think of the most like the most throughout history like just really uh what was the word of the year not popular but like really renowned plays that everyone loves like when you think of you know even shakespeare and stuff that stuff is all grounded like that to your point absolutely and i think I think the motives for going to see theater are similar to the motives for going to see, to watching Slice of Life. Like, I think, you know, like if you, like technically everybody every day has the choice to go watch a film in the theater or go watch a play somewhere. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that nine times out of 10, the average everyday individual is picking theater. I'm not, I'm just saying you're, you're choosing a, a performance a live performance over film every time you go to see a a theatrical, like a play or a musical or whatever. But my point is, is that that experience, that exchange of energy, that exchange of like being able to really put yourself in the character's shoes is something that's so wonderful about theater in a way I really feel like what we're describing here when we talk about slice of life genre is not too dissimilar, right? Like, you can watch a great film and be like, yeah, I'm none of those characters. And like, if something is sad, it's sad for the sake of it being sad. But when you watch a play and you put yourself in that sh- those shoes and you feel the energy of the actor, and it's just a completely different experience. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of why I'm saying that is like, to your point, right? Like some people might watch this and like really relate to the character in a way that is just not as equally accessible on a film. Yes. It's, I think it has to do too with like the actions, like they're actions that you can see yourself doing, you know, right. like one of my favorite 
pieces of theater is called the river by jess butterworth and, and i saw it with hugh jackman just to pl pluck that show real quick and there's a whole scene where he's preparing a fish and you know what like when i say it it sounds stupid there's a whole scene where this man really does every little detail in living his true life in preparing this like fish he cuts it he he bakes it and stuff but you could just kind of tell there's something going on with him just how like, how we are how we like fester stuff and and so it's like when i'm watching like things like i i'm going back to horimiya you know like they're just kind of like in school and like someone says something to uh uh, oh, I forget how they split up their names, what their full names are. But, you know, someone says something to to one of the guys and one of the girls kind of notices. And that's like a small thing. Like, you know, if that were happening in real life, it would just be like, oh, huh, that's that's weird. It's there. But in anime, we we get to kind of like zoom in a little bit more and feel that moment a little longer too you know so it's i don't know like it it is it's like things that we do but we when we experience those things feel it it feels the way it is portrayed in anime is what i'm trying to say you know like it feels that way it feels like yeah. you you're staring across the screen or across the room at someone talking to your boyfriend and you're kind of like is that flirting are they flirting and you have tw 12 million thoughts at once and then you know it's it's a blip of a second but it feels like it's an hour and then when you watch it in anime you get to hear that character is like oh my god it's that thing right it's that thing what is that what is going on i don't know if i explained what i was trying to explain but like the the being let into the story through the characters i think is to your point what makes slice of life so fun I, I agree with you that when watching Slice of Life, and I don't think that you were actually stating this to be a fact. I think you were just stating this to be like an observation, but reflection is something that you're capable of doing when you watch these kinds of stories mm. in a way that watching something in like Attack on Titan may not give you, right? Like <laughs> you might reflect on the plot and be like, that was cool, but that's not what I mean. I'm talking about reflection of ideas, Champion through the story that you can bring into your own life. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, I think that's one of the things that makes Slice of Life really great. But like two of my favorite Slice of Life films that I've ever seen that are, are anime and in films is Kimi no Wa, Your Name, and Koi no Katachi, which is Silent Voice. And I love them for such different reasons. Like they're super different, they're super powerful in both of their rights. Koi no Katachi is just this like beautiful story about depression and like coming out of that and like reconnecting with humans and so many things more than that. But uh, and like Kimi no Wa is like one of the best love stories I've ever seen in my entire life. And and the thing is, is that out of all of the shows that I've watched, with the exception of Naruto, which in the corniest way has always made me believe I can do anything regardless of your circumstances that are given to you. Mm. Um besides naruto that show those two films have had some of the biggest impact on me out of all the anime that i've watched because they've they made me rethink my relationship with love as well as like the core people i have in my life mm. and how i connect with them and if i'm really listening 
Am I really connected to people or am I just going about the motions? Which that like that final scene in the silent voice in Kono Katachi is like one of the most amazing representations of that moment and the mm. real transformation of like, like opening up, right? Like and reconnecting and realizing you can hear and see people's faces. Like, like that's that was like such a and like living in New York City, especially, that was such a impactful moment because we walk down the street intentionally trying not to see people's eyes when you're True. in the city mm -hmm. right and i've since moved to charlotte and it's like actually hard to get out of that sometimes because like i'll walk down the street and someone will look at me and wait for the wave <laughs> and like me i like walk and zoom past them as fast as possible and then i have to stop and turn back and be like that person's going to think i'm an absolute jerk if i don't look at them and say hey uh or like wave and i don't know so like the, you know these are the things that i like i think about but the point being that like your name made me rethink like the importance of love in my life Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to go like the Disney Prince Princess route where like I want to say that like, okay, now my expectations for love, if I don't have a wife that's willing to break the, the concept of time just to be with me, that she's not worth it. Like, obviously, that's not where I went. <laughs> you, some yeah. people could go there. Mm -hmm. But I think like the deeper meaning there for me was super applicable and like ways that I wanted to approach love and like who I make my partner because that story is just like hitting all kinds of ways and then Kona Katachi again it was like I really started asking myself like do I close myself off like it, it and obviously that wasn't necessarily the point of the, the movie but the but to your point like being able to put yourself in these characters shoes and being able to reflect it hits you it hits you and it made me reflect in ways I've still to this day never really done with some films mm -hmm. yeah i think slice of life is a little bit of everywhere and i think that it's when people take the time to to open up to uh, uh, uh what am i trying to say when they take the time to open up to potentially feeling things mm -hmm. in their real life and then uh t t like taking the time to watch it i don't know i'm like i want to say taking the time to take the time because some slice of life feels slow but it's life and sometimes yeah, exactly sometimes life is slow so i think that you know i think maybe it's seemingly less popular because it, in a way might force you to think about your own life and to yeah. take a as that opposed makes to total sense that makes yeah. sorry go ahead no i i was just saying like as opposed to when we watch something like we keep bringing up attack on titan it's like you cannot think about anything else besides what besides what is going on <laughs> yeah exactly what are they going it's to like live? a total distraction and total removal from reality yeah, I mean it's fantastic. We know it's my favorite, but no, you're. I think you're right. I think there are a lot of people who are not ready to sit and think about the, you know, 
the good and the bad about life. The, like, uh, I, I think, I think that slice of life animes like your name have those really incredible folk themes and like religious themes or or fantastic fantasy oriented themes woven in there to still separate it from reality just enough to make it digestible to like get the points um mm. but then to your point some don't and i i actually think that's probably why i didn't really like march comes in like a lion because it was too real it was like the first season was just too real mm. um and it wasn't like entertaining for me and i think that's your what, one thing that you're also kind of alluding to here is like it's not a escape from reality it's dropping into another person's reality and it feels so real in a yeah. way where I'm like, I'm not enjoying this. Like I, I, like I don't it. want this right now. I want shock and awe or I want like horror. I want drama or like adrenaline. I don't know. You know? Yeah. yeah. What do you think are your personal top? I'll, I'll say like, like a couple that come to mind movie slice of life and then show slice of life like what are what are some that the folks at home can go and put on their lists maybe i don't mean to put you on the spot that's a good question i i, I still am gonna stick with um i'm still gonna stick with from films koe no katachi uh which is a silent voice and also um your name but I'll also throw in the Violet Evergarden movie, which was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Me and Al watched, I think, the second one or something. Or no, no, no. There's a series and then a movie. Yeah, we yeah, watched. Yeah, the movie, the movie just came out recently. Um, and that was really good. I think um, even though I just was. And also this, the series is pretty decent, too. Um, I, I really enjoyed the, the series also. Mm -hmm. um but, but i think like there's a couple that are good i so i know that i just kind of destroyed march comes in like a lion season <laughs> two is really good season one was really hard for me to get through okay um but i so now i'm switching to series and not films i think march comes in like a lion if you can get through two seasons and just bite the bullet and know that you're going to have to get through season one just to understand what's going on season two but season two makes it all worth it and it's a masterpiece there is a reason that even though what i described is the reality that it is in fact in the top 15 of my anime list i think mm -hmm. another one that if you're not looking for something that is like like what i was describing as like too real um mm -hmm. mushishi is really great Mushishi is a series that of a main character who like walks around the world encountering like strange situations, but like the situations that he encounters are like um, based in Japanese folktale kind of stuff. So it's really beautiful. I love it. Uh, it's 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 not like a you know shonen action shock and awe kind of a thing, but it's like telling human stories through clear fantasy oriented like situations and creatures and it, it it's it's cool i really like it's called mushishi um and i don't know the english version of it i've always just called it mushishi hmm. so that one i really enjoyed um 
I've also really enjoyed, um, and I'm forgetting the name of it. Um, it's, I think the English version is called Space Brothers. So that's really interesting uh, about two brothers and um, like they like become, they like vow to become astronauts. And it's that story because they think they like saw a UFO when they were kids at like going to the moon and they're like, we want to go to, we want to become astronauts. And, you know, um, so yeah. And it's like the story of like, do they ever achieve that in their life? And like, how does that happen? So that, that was really cool. I like that one. Um, and then one last one that I would recommend would probably be, I'm just thinking, um, I like, I like Ascendance of a Bookworm. It's not, it's definitely not what I think a lot of people will expect. Um, but I, really love the concept of ascendance of a bookworm which is half the reason i'm still in it um mm-hmm. it's it is an isekai ah okay it is an isekai and it's about um it's about um, um a girl who gets brought into a world where books don't really exist and it's a magical world and there is um like a, a power system of like mana and like she has this sickness because she has too much mana and so she has to like become dependent on this group of people who can help her control it and but she has all of the knowledge of how things are made in her old world and she brings them into this magical world so like she's created cakes and paper and is doing all of these things and like inventing the printing press and like people are like, this is going to change the way the world works. Like how, how do you have all these invention ideas? And she's like, can't tell people she came from another world, but um, it's really interesting. And like the reason she starts inventing all of these different things is because ultimately her dream is to like be able to read again. And it's so expensive in this world. Like they do have a book, but it's made of these materials that only like the ultra wealthy can access. Mm-hmm. So she just wants to turn, she wants to be able to read and she invents all these really cool things. And it's that story. And I really like that. Oh, interesting. And that's a slice of life? That's a slice of life. And she's just like going through the motions of life. It's interesting. In um, I hear that. And I'm like, doesn't this sound pretty slice of mundane life no, to me? Yeah, it doesn't because of the fact that it's an isekai, but it really is. Like, you'll see if you watch it. But uh-huh. let me just say this. Forget everything I said earlier. You should watch all of the Mikoto Shinkai movies. Like, all of his movies. Your Name. Um, like, just like all of them are so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his new so- movie coming out in July, which we're hopefully going to be able to see together. And, like, yeah, I- all of his stuff five millimeters five centimeters per second is a a series of short stories that he does that's really great um tenki no ko which for whatever reason i can't remember the english version of the name of that it's like the girl in the water or something i don't remember what it's called but tenki no ko is uh the one that came out after your name which was so good um so yeah that's my answer Dude, that's a solid um, list of things there. Yeah. 
Um, so here's the deal. I think that we are at time. I think it's time to to wrap it up and say goodbye. Uh, this week I'm going to be putting a little bit more of my efforts into bleach. And obviously, I mean, I only have two episodes. I'll catch up on spy Family, so That'll be done. And then I'll be working on shield hero. So that's my to-do list. What about you? Any final aspirations? I'm going to try to crack through a lot of Pokemon. That's my goal. Yeah. Yeah. Pokemon gang. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. Well, if you have any slice of life that you enjoy, go ahead and leave us a comment. Contact us. I hope to soon be, you know, in your, like, for you page on TikTok. Little sound bites from what we do. Uh, You can always find us on my anime list. I am a green queen. And I'm a binge monster. Yeah, feel free to find us and hit us up. And if you have any thoughts, otherwise. What, what kinds of stuff you want us to talk about? That would be helpful and fun. Yeah, if you have anything you want us to discuss at length, please let us know. Alrighty. All right. Bye.